0: Welcome to episode 10 of Escape the Strong Woman Trap. I'm your host, Sasha Mobley, coach and author. Today is summer solstice, the longest day of the year. I like to spend solstice evening just watching the light change in my yard as darkness slowly seeps into daylight. It was so hot this week, uh, high 90s, over hundred. But today it was only 90 degrees, so I've dragged my microphone and other gear out onto my back porch to share the evening with you. You might hear some of the things I hear, breeze making little bells on my porch ring, cars on the street, all the buzzing of the compressors or yard work. But from where I'm sitting, I see all the lovely living things in my yard, the sages, the climbing rose, my apple tree, and the lemons hanging over the fence of my neighbor's yard. So many good things. I live in an urban area, but when I take my morning walk to the top of the ridge and look out over the valley, I mostly see trees with houses peeking through. Despite all the changes of the last 50 years, this place is full of life. It's also Gay Pride Week. My day job is really out loud about celebrating pride big presence at the parade in the city, beautiful banners. And what's really nice is that it all comes from the employees, not an agenda set by management, you know, something to catch the attention of the media. All the inclusion and visual representation is driven by the people who work there. It's really easy to be negative, especially when you see things shifting and changing, especially if you're really attached to the way things used to be. It's easy to miss what's good right now. Try to be alive to what's happening right now. And I don't mean just what's in the news or in politics, although that's very important. I mean, be alive to the present moment and everything the moment contains. This wasn't exactly what I planned the podcast on, but bear with me. I originally wanted to talk about tribe building and how important it is to build a community of support for yourself. People who are in on your dreams and people you can reach out to for support. This week I read a short article about how thinking, yours, mine, everyone's, is really dependent on the thinking of others. We are far more networked um, in how we think than you can imagine. And we vastly overestimate the things we know because we are constantly borrowing against what others know. One person's words, perspective, knowledge, ideas, those things blend into our own and it's hard to see where anything original begins, Um, whether it's in your thinking or, you know, what you think, uh, you know, anything that you think is an original thought. I see far more books out today discussing the wisdom of the past 3,000 years than any new, original wisdom. And I'm okay with this. Most people will not read those old texts anyway. And fresh takes on old teachings don't invalidate those original insights. It only adds to them and makes them, make us look at our thinking in new ways. I've been reading a lot of the Stoic literature lately, and when I talk about it to some of my colleagues, they kind of shake their heads and wonder why I'm reading all this dusty, Male centric philosophy. Um, but I have to be honest, the lessons in those teachings are the same ones that I learned when I was getting my coaching training in the first place. But rereading it, it all seems so fresh and applicable. And in true Stoic fashion, I cannot let the opinions of others decide what is right and appropriate for me to study. So, what does this have to do with building your tribe? I'm thinking of tribe in terms of influence. What are you hearing around you? What is that doing to your own thinking? When I was a teenager and selecting a college, I was pulled aside by an older woman whose kids I used to spend time with. And she was very concerned that I wanted to go to a secular school. You know, most of my early years I was raised in a, a, a Christian church, and uh, they had a very particular worldview. And uh, so when I said I wasn't going to even consider Christian churches, or not not Christian churches, Christian schools, um, they were really afraid that once I exposed myself to secular humanism, my religious faith would go right out the window. And, you know, to that, I kind of blithely replied, well, if my faith was strong, um, it should be able to stand up to the um, battering force of secular humanism. Now, here, here's the thing: is though it only took about a month for me of me being away from home to start hanging out with the people who were like studying paganism and you know like going to their rituals and things like that. So um, it did not take a whole lot of being exposed to other ideas to start changing my own thinking. Uh, so the all the people that I'd been warned about had some very interesting ideas too, and these new influences literally changed my world. But I fell out of my old tribe. You know, I got to say, my religious upbringing was a kind of tribe for me. You know, and when we got together, we all believed the same things. We all talked about the same things. And we kind of all saw the way the world unfolded. You know, we saw it all in the same way. Um, So by choosing to explore ideas that didn't match up with those ideas that they old, the old tribe believed in, um, you know the only ideas worth entertaining. Uh, you know I I found myself not having a whole lot to talk about with them, and um, I suspected they prayed for me a lot. Okay, but you know it's very easy to miss the world when you're in an echo chamber of you know of people repeating the same ideas, even when there's more to the story. So what happens when you start to change and your changes don't fit your tribe? You know, I would like to think of your personal tribe as being something that's more flexible. And I don't believe that it's really ideas that make up a tribe. People make up a tribe. Problems start when you need to bend people to fit ideas and not the other way around. And if your tribe is healthy... When you start to change and grow, your tribe will change and grow along with you, kind of like a container that expands to hold the content. So choose wisely. So happy solstice, happy pride, enjoy the long days, love who you are. Next week, I'm going to be away earning my StrengthsFinder certification. Um, This is one of the best assessments out there, and actually, taking it years ago is what set me on the path of becoming a coach. So if you're interested in StrengthsFinder and learning out how to get the most out of your natural talents, please drop me a line at Sasha at SashaMobley.com. That is S-A-S-H-A at S-A-S-H-A-M-O-B-L-E-Y.com. You can also go to SashaMobley.com to sign up for a one-on-one coaching session with me. I plan to be working StrengthsFinder into a new program that I'm going to offer starting in August. If you want a taste of that before I unleash it on the world, please sign up now. My book, The Strong Woman Trap, will be hitting the shelves on September 12th. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now. There's a reduced price for early orders. Or if you want a signed copy of my book, you can get one of those at strongwomantrap.com. My next episode comes out in two weeks. Thanks for listening. To learn more about me or get information on my book, The Strong Woman Trap, go to sashamobley.com. That is s-a-s-h-a-m-o-b-l-e-y.com or strongwomantrap.com. Technical direction was provided by Amazing Andrea. Amazing Andrea nurtures exceptional entrepreneurs by using technology to work smarter. Connect with her at amazingandrea.com music for escape the strong woman trap is provided by zoe lila through a creative commons license copyright 2017 all rights reserved